Welcome back into the run home on SENZ with Kirsten Beeve, all thanks to MG Motor NZ. Performance retold with MG4 Electric. I cannot believe uh, that promotion that they've got running, Beeve. How many people would pick the running order from start to finish, or the finishing order, if any? Do you think it's possible for it not to be won at all? Nah, someone's going to get it. Someone will get it. Someone's going to win it. I tell you what, if I'm not here Someone in a couple of weeks, probably you know why. 20 TAB accounts. <laughs> <laughs> the, this isn't like that All Blacks team list uh, that everyone was trying to select, and you had about 20 turns at it, and you still didn't no, get true. it right. That is true. Who did me over? I'm trying to remember. This is 12, 12 horses that you've got to get in the correct order. Uh, we're playing head to head in the next 10 minutes, but first, who am I? No one seemed to have gotten who am I yet. So, babe, give us our first clue for those that have missed it and our brand new spanking second clue for those it'll help. Well, clue one was I was a highly touted national prospect out of high school where I was head boy and captain our first team. And by the age of 19, I was playing rep footy. Clue two, I was capped at underage level and have had a stellar career in New Zealand rugby, but I've never worn the silver fern in a test match. Ooh. Mm. So it's a rugby player and it's a New Zealander. So we've now put mm. to bed a couple of the, uh, a couple of the, uh, I guess, throwaway lines that we thought might have uh, sidetracked a few. But uh, rugby player in New Zealand, stellar career, Never worn the silver fern in a test match. In a test match, is that a clue? Maybe play at a midweeker. Not that there's many midweekers these days, is there? There you go, double eight, double three. If you think you know who Who Am I is, that is clue number two for you. We want to hear from you on the Temperin Bedpost text line. Uh, but for now, we're catching up with Dame Nolene Todua, or producer Brad did anyway, while I was asleep overnight and Beaver was trying to sort out the youth of Waiuku. This is The Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Well, not only is there a Rugby World Cup going on at the moment, but there's a pretty important netball series starting uh, tomorrow night at the John Kane Arena. It is the Constellation Cup Australia, the world champs versus our wonderful Silver Ferns. And speaking of wonderful, on the line with me at the moment is our great coach, Dame Nolene Taurua. Uh, Dame, welcome to the show. Uh, how's things going over there in Australia with the team at the moment? Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, look, it's good. We've got a um, just a pre-match against Victoria Academy. Um, we only arrived uh, last night. We've been doing our lead-up and our work in camp in Auckland. So, you know, there's a quiet buzz around and definitely knowing that, you know, it's all on uh, in the first year. And is it good, you know, you've had the team together now for, um, what, a couple of weeks with the Tiny Jameson series as well. So do you kind of feel like now everyone's sort of starting to click um, and back into it after the, the sort of disappointment of the World Cup? Yeah, I feel, especially in that first test, and look, this is not an excuse at all. I, I think there was still a bit of numbness, if I'm going to be honest, um, you know, when we played against England and probably a wee bit flat as well. Um, we were able to get ourselves back up on the second test and third test. You know, there were some nice combinations that starting to form. So it's a good start for us, especially with this new era or generation of players that we're working with at the moment. But also the understanding, and for some of them, they haven't been out here against the World Best Australia, but they are expecting another notch up. And that's what it's all about, you know, Constellation Cup and that Trans-Tasman rivalry. 
And, you know, there's always that adage in sport, Dame Nolan, which I'm sure you're aware of. You're only as good as your opposition in some aspects. And that England team, they had a lot to prove. And did you feel that, that the Ferns got progressively better? I know the second test was a blowout. You guys dominated that. And then you got a really good match in the third test. But did you feel that they started to achieve what you wanted them to as the series progressed? Yeah, I, I actually did. I thought um, to have the same combinations out there in the test two and three and just to build and get those those um, connections better, um, I feel that's a progression even from the World Cup, if I'm going to be honest, in our attacking end. Still areas of our in-circle defence that we need to improve on and just get that real ruthlessness around our defence. Um, but once again, you know, we, we little steps are good. And look, uh, one of the standout players, certainly, I don't watch a lot of netball, Dane, but I watched those games, and Amelia Wormsley was outstanding at the back end of that series. How has she settled in to the team, and are you happy with what you're seeing from her? Oh, man, I'm really happy. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's too far that it's cried her up for international uh, games. <laughs> yes. uh, you know, so a 19-year-old, I thought she was commendable. She got MVP for the third test, um, and she was shooting in the 40s. Um, and, you know, that's, that's what a world-class shooter can shoot at when you're shooting those volumes. So it's a big task for her playing against the Australians, but what she's been able to do here, she's up for it. So really looking forward to seeing what she can do to back up. Yeah, uh, definitely some good sporting genes in that family, Nolene. Uh, Kate Burley, what have you sort of seen in Kate that that um, that have sort of want, you wanted to call her into the squad? Yeah, I mean, we've, we've had Kate in the system for a wee while and, you know, she had an outstanding in the A&Z last year. Um, what I do know is that, you know, we're looking at next four years um, and in the years beyond and she's still young enough. She brings the hops is what I call, so she's a very aerial player um, and she's got big energy. So um, that's what I've seen of her in camp. We're just taking stage by stage with her. We don't think we have to kill her off or expect you to be a world-class player all of a sudden. But we, she's got to come in off the back of a lot of players here who have been in the tiny Jamison, so they understand the strategy. Um, but, you know, we're just progressing what she needs to do and, and making her comfortable and uh, more balls she can get. I'm happy with it. Uh, you spoke at the airport before you left uh, the other day and you sort of mentioned that maybe Grace Nwicky was recovering a little bit quicker than you thought. Uh, any update on how she's recovered after the flight and um, in terms of what she's doing potentially at training? Yeah, really pleased uh, the, the work that she's done actually and sometimes it's all canny, you know, like uh, never will cut. She was so disappointed and gutted that around her injury and her not being able to participate. Um, and sometimes when you haven't got it, you realise how much you want it. Uh, mm. So she's been amazing in regards to her rehab. Uh, originally, we thought that she wasn't going to be an option um, in Australia. And I'm not too sure whether Melbourne at this stage she is. But um, we're looking close for Brisbane. Uh, so, you know, that's promising. And, and she's done a lot of work. It's probably silly in a way saying this, but do you think that her injury issues could end up being not a blessing in disguise, but like you said, it's going to make her appreciate what she's got a lot more and, and drive her over the next World Cup cycle, Commonwealth Games cycle, to, to be the best in the world? Well, one of the things now that we have, you know, it opens the door to some respect of Emma Meyer there showing what she has and she she took on the goal shoot role in the World Cup. Now, you know, Amelia's come in over TJ, um, Series and you know MVP as a debut, 
Um, and, you know, so it means that stocks are showing, uh, uh, looking good in our goal shoot position. Yes. Um, and we're looking at two shooters, whether Amelia or Grace, who are 40 plus. Um, and that's massive for us uh, to be able to compete with the big teams. Yeah, competition is key, isn't it? Uh, final, final question, yes. um, Nolene. Uh, we haven't seen you haven't seen Australia for a long time. Didn't pl- cross their pass with them in the World Cup. And so, in, in saying that, uh, the players could be a little bit uh, unfamiliar to your team. Uh, would you like to see potentially looking down the down the future a little bit some sort of crossover at, at domestic level between Australia and New Zealand um, with franchises and what have you? Yeah, I mean, that's something that we've been talking about internally within the Silver Ferns and Netball New Zealand, to be honest, as well. So that's a gap that I currently see, whether it's a crossover or clubs, but also I think it's great. It will be a great product for netball in general. They do it in other sports with a rugby league, um, and, you know, that will be a good, good progression for the profile of our sport overall for both Australia and New Zealand. All right, Dame Knowles, go well uh, in those two games, awesome, Melbourne and mate. Brisbane, and then and then kick ass when you get back to uh, Invercargill and Auckland Thanks. later in the month. Awesome. Thanks for your call. That was the Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. Staying in to watch the sport? Let us cook. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mick Delivery. ba da ba ba